0: who decided to show. Sorry I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time.
1: If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early.
0: You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If
1: you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later. With Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Hello, hello. We got him good okay hello and welcome to the early show later podcast i'm karis i'm cheruby episode 98 we're two away from 100 jeremy we're Next so week. close <laughs> episode 98 is called monarchy robots
2: we got a lot have. we got to cover a lot of ground today we it really almost do. feels like a best of, but it's a best of just one episode. That's yeah. how many bits we got today.
1: So much today on a Friday. Our audio
2: a- table of contents might be half a show just telling Ooh. you about the show.
1: Yeah, well, uh, let's let's get at it, shall we, we? We left a lot
2: on the cutting room floor.
1: We did. Um, we do want to include, though, today a little spoof song about the English Bay Barge.
2: That was nice.
1: Our our favorite Barge that was yeah. cast adrift, that one, one.
2: Top five favorite barges would be English Bay Barge.
1: Oh, for sure. I I mean it is my favorite barge. You know, I'm just gonna go out there and say it. It's I'll my fa- favorite. I'll have to think about it. And uh yeah, it could be a
2: barge I like more.
1: Local musician has come up with a spoof song about it, which has some nice lyrics, and so we talk about that. We also uh talk about uh, cannabis helping to prevent COVID, which was a big piece of news that came out this week that uh, made the rounds online. Medical news you
2: can use for sure.
1: Yep. Um, The Italian Kitchen, a restaurant in Vancouver serves some food in a Parmesan wheel of cheese. Wow. Not a regular dish, but a wheel of cheese like hollowed
2: out. My cheesy (gasps) pasta served in cheese was just like thank you. Just thank you.
1: And Parmesan is, I think, my favorite cheese. I mean, it is top-tier flavor. I think actually, technically, it hits all of the flavor balances perfectly. It's got sweet. It's got salty. It's got a little bit of everything. And it is just a wonderful product. Like
2: in Guy Fieri's Flavortown, Parmesan's the courthouse.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It is the top of the flavor pyramid. It looks so good. Uh, Also, we are talking about robots replacing the monarchy.
2: Yep, monarchy robots.
1: I think that has some real promise. (laughs) Um, But let's start off talking about Quebec deciding that maybe teachers should be replaced. Well, not replaced, but if enough teachers go down with COVID and they don't have enough people to staff the schools they should bring in parent volunteers
2: to teach classes. Which sounds like a great, horrible idea. Green Day doing a song called When I Come Around. It's on 1027 The Peak. Good morning, you guys. Listen to The Early Show with Karris and Jeremy. 708, I think we got some uh, drizzle in our forecast, and for the most part, kind of gray and uh, wet-ish for the next few days, but nothing, uh, well, we don't have the weather warning, so...
1: That's nice. No weather warnings. That's so great. I just want sort of bland and mild. Can we do that? That would be fantastic. It looks like that's what we're getting. Quebec is doing some interesting things this pandemic. Uh, And I was... (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh,
1: Quebec is always
2: doing some interesting things. Come on, let's be
1: honest. Uh, uh,
2: Quebec is in the news for the pandemic? Oh, what happened?
1: uh, So... I was reading a CBC article about the possibility of the Quebec Education Ministry asking parents to supervise classes if there if there are too many teachers ill
2: what mm-hmm. so <laughs> like you would have me right in yeah. the class yeah oh, wow. it's like there the
1: the the government ministry in Quebec is suggesting that schools be ready to quickly replace teachers by keeping a list of people to call in as reinforcements which could include parent volunteers
2: Oh. I'm sure the BC government's like, oh that's a good idea and they were like, Oh, that means Jeremy could be standing in front of a grade A class. Oh no, just shut the schools down.
1: No, just please close <laughs> them all. I mean that's what's gonna happen here in B C if there are if there's too much teaching staff sick and not enough teachers to you know, safely supervise the children well, in the course. school. Of course, you can't
2: have then, me in a school supervising these children. Come then on. what
1: happens is the school shuts down right. until you can get staffing levels back to normal. Because yeah, do we really want Jeremy looking after a whole room full of kids? Jeremy with with all of his. Training to look after, you know, 26 kids. Sure. My
2: alternative dodgeball rules where headshots are allowed. You can't have me in a public school. No. Private school, maybe. Public school, no. Mm. Um, Okay, so they call in Karis to teach a class. What are you teaching? Ooh, what am I teaching? (laughs) Danny's like, I'm sick. Karis, go and do my class. (laughs) What are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm going to teach... uh, that uh, depression is normal and to soothe yourself with music.
2: Okay, so you'd have a half-decent class. Yeah, mine's uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy, first half day. Okay. I'm, I'm wheeling in the uh, TV that's strapped to the to the dolly. It's Bill Nye. So it's just like kids, Bill Nye. Then lunch, long lunch. And then we're doing Heads Up 7-Up. And then Dodgeball to end out the day. Yeah, headshots and- allowed.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Headshots in the Dodgeball.
2: Yeah, headshots allowed in Dodgeball. Heads up, seven up for a, little, a couple hours, probably in the mid afternoon, because our old teacher needs to have a little break too. And then, yeah, we're doing Bill Night Science Guy like all morning.
1: I can't see a problem with this. Bill,
2: Bill, Bill. Hey, Terrence. Hey, Jeremy. Did you get sent this article 5,000 times when it came out the other day? Cannabis might help prevent COVID.
1: I didn't, but I heard about it from you.
2: No, I didn't think, uh, I guess it must be a bigger part of my personal brand because every, per- my mother-in-law sent me the story. It's like, ah, oh, really?
1: Did you see this? <laughs> hey. <laughs> We grow the cannabis at our house, and I didn't come across this article.
2: Oh, my God. I was My phone blew up when it came out. I was like, what's going on? This is this my birthday today? I was like, oh, no, cannabis was found to maybe prevent COVID. I think like, oh, my friends are funny, and my mother-in-law. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there was a study out of Oregon. A guy was just looking, hey, was there, is there some things in nature that might be – uh, useful in the fight against COVID. And they looked at, like, licorice and some different, um, you know, roots and stuff. They looked at hemp, and they found there were some compounds in uh, cannabis that uh, showed promise, I guess, would probably be the best way to explain it, in preventing uh, COVID. And I was like, everyone some in the article, I'm like, I know this, because cannabis cures everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that how it works? It cures every ailment. And I think it's because, and I don't, you know, i I'm not a scientist, and I haven't done the research on this, but I think it's because of the sticky icky, it goes around the cells, and it makes it very hard for the uh, COVID-19 to infiltrate the cells because it's too sticky. It can't get in.
2: Yeah, can't find uh, a way in. I think the COVID comes in and is like, I'm going to make you sick, and then and then the cannabis is like, are you sure, bud? We could also put on Bob's Burger and hang out together on the couch, and the COVID's like, that's mm. better. Yeah. Where is that? the Italian kitchen? Is that on Burrard? I feel like it's on Burrard. I will uh, Google that. You Google that and I'll back sell the song. Mother Mother doing Body of Years on 1027 The Peak. Was that enough time? Yes. Burrard?
1: It is on Burrard Street. Yep. There we go. Yep. So yeah, the Italian yeah.
2: kitchen has this, uh, uh, what are they call Get your iPhone ready. Get your Instagram ready for this meal. Uh, they have this pasta dish that comes to you in a wheel of Parmesan cheese. I was like, okay, well, there you go. That's all, the, that's all the sales job you need. How big is the wheel? Oh, in this case, it looks like like almost like a bowl made out of cheese. Oh. I went to a really fancy wedding once. Um, it was like two doctors. The budget was insane. And they had a station, a risotto station. A risotto station. And you they had the food all around. It was like stations. It was almost being like at a fancy foodie event, but it was a wedding. So you went around to different stations. And one of the stations... Was this giant wheel of cheese, like ginormous? Oh. And the chef had this like heat lamp that's like shining down on, it, making it hot. So he'd make your uh, risotto, and you kind of pick what you want. It was like almost like uh, when you go to a fancy buffet at the omelet station. It was like that for risotto. Oh yeah. So you're like, I'll take uh, you know the wild mushrooms harvested from mounted north shore mountains, and uh, this and that, and then right there whips it up. And then they finished it in this giant wheel of cheese. So they put it in there. And then the dude's just like scraping, scraping, scraping. And there's mixing, a heat, heat and lamp on it. on it. And heating on it. And scraping. And then you serve it to you just right there you just eat it. And I was like, well, this is incredible. This is incredible. It I, sounds
1: like a step. Uh, yeah, I need
2: to be married to two doctors as well. Oh, throuple. yeah, for sure. I need to be in a throuple two doctors and a DJ then I think we could be very powerful
1: and then the bowl of risotto
2: and then yeah I could live yours. like that all the time yeah you
1: could put everything in a parmesan
2: wheel oh yeah put the fruit loops in there Scrape, scrape. it would be amazing uh so then I saw this right like okay I'm not married to two doctors I can't live like that but I might on payday friday night be able to go to an italian kitchen and have this like it was smaller it was like the size of a like a bowl in the picture that I saw at least and then it so it's your pasta served in cheese. Wow. It was like the day someone was like, hey, you know what's good? A taco. You know what's good? A salad. Let's have a taco salad served in the shell bowl. Food Maverick and Innovator. The High Road on
1: 1027 The Peak. Good morning. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy and our English Bay Barge, the beloved Big Barge. Just sitting there, washed up on the beach, still there, remarkably. I mean, I remember when we thought it was going to be gone in early December.
2: Keeps on barging on. <laughs> it sure does.
1: And, you know, the art continues to spout forth from this giant hunk of metal. Yeah, you know, it
2: was in Vancouver's Awesome. They posted uh, like a satire song. Um, what was the song that they're doing? The um, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald?
1: Yeah, by Gordon Lightfoot, that song. <laughs> so uh, so this guy here, oh, what's his name? Daniel Wagner has written The Wreck of the English Bay Barge to the tune of The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. And here's a little taste of it. If
0: a barge remains stuck, it is tied to a rock. So like it means a-
1: Yeah, the, the visual, fled- yeah, the pleasure boats dumping their urine,
2: which, ah, yeah. yeah, it's true. That's real good. It kind of reminds me of this old jam that we used to listen to. Uh, uh, this is like an old Spirit of the West song. Me and my friends one time, we drove across Canada, like in a car that only had a cassette deck. And we had, we didn't fully appreciate how big Canada is. So we brought like two tapes with us. And Two
1: it, tapes, yeah, Jeremy. didn't think oh. about it.
2: So we listened to a lot of Spirit of the West. And not even like the one that has Home for a Rest on it. Like, oh, really? Oh, yeah, like deep cuts from Spirit of the West. Turns out they have a bunch of records. Um, so they have this one from 1989 just called Old Material. And there was a song we listened to like 8,000 times called The Rocks at Thieves Bay. And the waves
0: in their anger spat home in his eyes. And threw themselves hard as her power. The Rocks at Thieves
2: I can still sing the song. And I listen to that like 9,000 times in 1998. Never again. I'm imagining the inside of your car as you're driving, listening to this for the 12,000th time. 12,000th time. Three 18-year-old bros being able to drink legally for the first time in Alberta. And just,
1: you know, Chip bags and pop cans strewn all the inside of the car. It smells like farts. And just you're singing this... Dear Rouge, Fake Fame, 1027 The Peak. Hey, it's the early show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 846. This morning for, uh, we were debating, or Debate Club, we we're talking about whether the British monarchy are a bunch of has-been-stuffy jerkwads or not. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? We have it up at The Peak on Twitter. And this is all, you know, flowing from the recent stuff happening with Andrew, who is no longer a prince I mean, there's been a string of issues with the British monarchs. I mean, going back to even just the fact that, you know, they're going and colonizing all over the place and taking over land that's not theirs, and that kind of thing. You know, I mean, it goes way back. Uh, But more recently, issues with Andrew in particular. And maybe it's just time for the British monarchy to be done. I mean, at least for us here in Canada, like I'm over it. To me, the British monarchy are just a bunch of has-been stuffy jerkwads. I, like, I don't need them in my life at all. So, what do you think? Right now on the Twitter poll, 84% of respondents agree with that.
2: They're done. But not everyone. It's not a 100% slam no. dunk. No. Uh,
0: you know what? They're a huge, huge industry for British tourism.
2: Sure, it still uh, would be.
0: Millions, millions of people come and leave billions of dollars in england every year because don't care family, because of the royal
2: family that's fine that's england's problem
1: what if yeah that's i mean i for yeah for me like, I i'm feel still like, gonna
2: visit a castle yeah uh,
0: and, you, know, you know what those castles those castles are going to be there whether the royals are said to own them or not own them it's going to be a fact of life. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So
2: the tourism is still there. Like me, Canadian, who doesn't care about the royals but cares about castles, I'll still visit the castle whether the royals are the head of the Canadian whatever it is.
0: I understand it. But there's also, there's also a chic to the fact that the royals uh, exist as far as the British go.
1: But maybe we could just replace them with robots that do charity work.
0: It's not the same as a... Um,
2: uh, it's not the same as a as a person that can actually speak. That's it. we have any bonus content today? We already talked about your garage door, but we talked about that at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, you have to now go deal with that after the podcast. So it's Friday afternoon. You're listening to the Early Show Later podcast with carrots and cherries. It's uh, 11 o'clock our time right now. Pacific Standard Time. Pacific Standard Time. In Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, on uh, the 14th of uh, January 2022. Who knows when you're going to listen to this podcast? We've talked about it. Where are you? What are you doing? What is Why is are right you now? listening to this podcast? Karis, <laughs> uh, like, we're going home. Now. It's Friday. We're going into the weekend. And cares has to get a booster shot. You have to get a booster shot and deal with a gaping hole in your garage because of supply chain issues.
1: Yeah. Ordered a garage door from the USA in August and i was told that it wasn't going to arrive until maybe december sometime and i said oh my okay sure so know. to be
2: f- to be safe in the middle of january you would have your contractor come then and start putting all this together yes
1: i was given a date okay this is the arrival date and i said okay great i'm going to i'm going to give it a few weeks and then i'll schedule you know the the installation process and they said yep yeah, sure sounds good And then it turns out that it actually didn't come on that truck, you know?
2: And they didn't tell you.
1: They didn't tell me. Uh, And so now I'm waiting what's essentially indefinitely for this garage door to arrive from the U.S. I ordered it in August. It's now January. And next month will be February.
2: And let's also, I just, I don't, you know, smashing on the city. But this all begins because the city was like, you need a garage door on your garage. You're like, this wall is fine. They're like, nope, Rules. Yep. Bylaws. Yep. Um, yep. And that's just, the, that's the city just like being like, we care about nothing other than we have rules. Yeah. And bylaw officers that need <laughs> to justify their jobs.
1: Yeah, if if the if the city hadn't become involved, uh, this project would have been done in March
2: of last year. Or was done in Oh, well, it was done.
1: It, yeah. yeah, and now we have to change it, and uh, now I, I don't know when it will be done. And it's uh, it's January, so may, maybe it'll be a whole calendar year. Maybe it'll be more. I'm I'm not really sure. It's kind of exciting to find out what's going to happen
2: <laughs> next. I yeah, you sound like you're really excited. I'm so excited. You sound like yeah. you're not sarcastic o- no, at all. No. Which is cool because Karis doesn't believe in sarcasm. No. Uh, All right. Well, we'll let you go deal with that. Thank (laughs) you. Have a great weekend. Thanks.
1: (laughs) I'm going to pop an Advil and call a lot of local garage door companies and see what they got in stock. It's going to be a real rip-roaring Friday night.
2: Yeah. You're going to earn the edible tonight. (laughs) I sure am. All right, uh, you guys. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast. You can always... uh, at the show. It's at Karis Hogg, C H A R I S H O G G. I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Uh, the monarchy robots, what should they look like and feel like and be like to you? Yeah, what should they do? What should they
1: wear? Like, I'm imagining, I love imagining these robots wearing the kind of frilly, fancy outfits that the British monarch elite wear to their fancy dress parties.
2: But the type of robot wearing that outfit to me is Rosie from the Jetsons. Oh, okay. So I'm okay. At, I'm, at, I'm I'm imagining Rosie from the Jetsons but dressed like in just the latest, you know, London fashions.
1: I love that. I'm also picturing, because I've recently been rewatching The Mandalorian, yep. and I don't know if you've seen it.
2: Uh, not all of it, but I should watch it again.
1: Okay, well, there... I was
2: psyched on the uh, Vespa scooters in the book of Boba Fett.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm also watching that. But in, you know, because there are a lot of droids yep. in, in the yes, show, right? right? And there is one particular droid, uh, who which calls itself a nurse droid. It was reprogrammed to look after Baby Yoda. Oh! And it's, you know, it's got you know it's quite tall and it is protective and it seems like a really it's a really nice selfless droid Uh, very caring as much as a robot can be and I kind of like to imagine that maybe the British monarch robots would have that kind of a vibe you know very caring into charitable work
2: would take one for the team. That's exactly that's it. Want. Because
1: and that's what that droid does. Take too. one for
2: us for a change. Yeah. So that's if we can program our monarchy, we would we would have it. I like that too. Yeah. You know what? I should watch. I should watch the Mandalorian. I kind of that was one of those series. You know, those half-watch reviews we do. It's like I watched a few episodes of uh, the Mandalorian. I was like, this is good, and it stopped.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Well, I would go back to it. The The Mandalorian, and I think I I'm watching. This book of Boba Fett as well. Is and I the same am dude liking
2: it. Him no, well?
1: no, it's a different The Mandalorian is not Boba Fett. Two different characters. Oh,
2: this hurts my head already.
1: I know. But I recommend The Mandalorian. It's two seasons, right? I think it's only yeah. two seasons. And it is very enjoyable.
2: And then the Book of Boba Fett, I just saw the nerds were losing their mind over the um I don't know, Vespa looking speeders or something. And so I was like, oh, I am gonna can't wait to be mad. And so I looked at the pictures. I was like, these look awesome. <laughs> I want one. Why are we mad at awesome right. things?
1: Sometimes people just need to be angry. Or they're angry at something else, and it comes out as anger at, at despa, a different thing, at a random. Speeders. Yeah, and it's like, why are you mad at that? It's like, really, if you peel back the layers of your anger, you're going to find the source. And it's not necessarily anything to do with what you're projecting right now.
2: Hurt people hurt people. Yeah, it's true. All right, that'll call it a podcast. You guys are awesome for if you're part of it and you've been listening to the show. Thank you. Um, And we'll do this on Monday. Bye.
1: See ya.
0: Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.